0: So my name is Justin Howell. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm a clinical trials manager for Sarah Cannon, and I help with clinical trials related to cancer research. So pretty much every position I've had has been related to cancer research, as that's a passion of mine. I'm also a self-proclaimed devout Christian. I was baptized when I was nine, and since just since then, I thank God for just allowing me to grow up in the church, explore, explore and make friends with devout people during college. And that's kind of culminated into me being the chaplain for the Christian Motorcycle Association. Uh, But otherwise, that's a small blurb about myself. College College was definitely the time where my faith really picked up because, like I said, I was able to be surrounded by people who could help me grow, people who could help me explore my faith. I guess in middle school and high school, I would still call myself a Christian, but I was definitely like stagnant. And I definitely, mm-hmm. and I think there's like several verses, especially in James about being a teacher of the law um, and just having just having your faith shown by works. I feel like I had the faith, but I didn't do a whole lot with it. Um, I think we're called to be more like Christ-like, but I kind of, I know I didn't like I said I didn't do anything with it. I didn't really grow in the word. I think something you, that really helped my faith was like just being surrounded by people that did help me realize that.
1: What did it help you to realize?
0: For a lot of the people I guess in college, um it, a big part started when I went to Louisville, Kentucky. In college, like we I got involved with international students with the Baptist Campus Ministry. And from there, I kind of saw just the impact Christianity was supposed to have on other people. Like it was supposed to be something that you passed on or encouraged one another with, not just something that you kept. And I guess that was what I was kind of dealing with. I think that's a big part about growing in faith is you have to have accountability. or have to have people to bounce ideas off of or just help you along the way. So even though I got baptized at nine, I really want to say like a lot of my growth happened when I was in college.
1: Is there anything that's hard for you to believe on your journey of faith?
0: Hmm. I think sometimes it's very hard to remember the promises that God does have for you. When you're a young Christian, it definitely feels like God is in everything, which he is, for sure. But as you become more of a mature Christian, you kind of get hit by, I guess you kind of finish the honeymoon phase, and you kind of get hit by the realities of life that sometimes work is a little more difficult than you remember, or people aren't there as often as you expect them to be, or sometimes you just get hit by anxiety, every, especially nowadays with an overload of, information, you kind of just get hit by anxiety, by everything going on. Um, And you kind of wonder where God is and where God is, because you kind of, the Bible does say that his kingdom is supposed to be moving, but it's so hard to see sometimes with everything going on. You kind of Mm -hmm. have to realize that God doesn't promise to take all the bad things out of your life. He promises to be there during the hard parts and promises that he'll give you the strength to overcome it. So I feel like sometimes it's very difficult to remember that on a daily basis at least.
1: So what what helped you during those times? Like was sustained you?
0: I definitely think a certain level of accountability was necessary. Because when you're left by yourself, like it's very easy to like be left alone with your thoughts, just uh, everything bouncing off in your head for the enemy to kind of plant their own thoughts so when you don't have that support um, it's very hard to remember that God's there for you because God I no man is an island I think God puts people in your life to help help support you and it's like where two or three are together God God is there with them so you definitely need people to help remind you just to take that burden to help you I don't know just uh, help you keep going
1: Can you go more into detail of a specific time that you wrestled with your faith and how you were able to come out of it?
0: Hmm. I think a big part was like um, a period during my work where it just seemed like I was having such a hard time adjusting. Um, It was a role that I wasn't used to. It was very difficult to kind of get training for it. Um, I just felt like I was failing my team at a constant basis. There was a verse that was saying that we work for God, not for man. And I think that alleviated a lot of pressure for me because if we're only working for the sake of other people, that's like a very low threshold. It's we might never be satisfied or the people we work for might never be satisfied. Not to say that we don't work as a team. But I think God wants us to not put so much pressure on such earthly things. He wants us to remember that we put all our effort in because we love God and he loves us. And he's given us these opportunities that we should appreciate. If we're so stressed on, if I'm, if I was so stressed on those details, if I was so stressed on work, then that just really brings down what God is supposed to have for me. And it makes it really hard to concentrate on work. So I think that really helped. It didn't happen overnight. It was obviously something that I had to work on constantly and pray for constantly. But definitely alleviated a lot of the stress.
1: Um, Do you have any words for people that's going through a hard time in their faith?
0: I like the proverb. There's a uh, passage in Proverbs that says, a cheerful heart is good medicine. I definitely think that's true because it's really easy to get caught up in your own ordeals or how everything is going wrong. And that affects your relationships and how you conduct your work or how you interact with others. I think you kind of have to put a smile on your face though, just to get by. And I think that, I think that's cyclic. I think once you, I think if you're able to treat others cheerfully, then you kind of receive the same, and it kind of helps you out of that vicious cycle of just feeling bad for yourself. I like that i I think the verse just sums it up: a cheerful heart is good medicine.
1: Why do you believe what you believe
0: for me, as I said, I work with eye cancer research and trials, so I'm more inclined for like a science and math based analytical mind. So when I was younger, it's just seeing all the complexities of nature or the universe. Like it's uh, just thinking about all the molecules or galaxies that make everything up. I kind of have to I kind of have no other choice but to believe that it was designed by someone or had to have a creator. And I definitely think like um, just a loving, careful hand of God is like the only answer to that.
1: Wow. That's said beautifully. Thanks. Then why do you choose to believe in Jesus? Because there are lots of other religions too.
0: That's a good question. I definitely think it's uh twofold. Uh one of them is just the just kind of the um uh, put like the focus on relationships for in Christianity, like a relationship with God, a relationship with Jesus. Like, uh, for a lot of other religions, sometimes there's a very, there's a huge detachment of between God, between gods and people. But for Christianity, like if there is a creator, there, uh, let me back up a little. There's a, there are some theories about the, there are different worldviews and theories about the creation of the universe and their relation to a creator. One of them is kind of called the clockwork theory. And that's where God pretty much set up. God is like a clockmaker. He set up the universe, wound it up, and kind of let it go. But if there was a creator, you'd think that he has some more interpersonal relationships with his own creation. So I think of the the big focus is on Christianity, of God actually taking an interest in his creation, or sending down um, Jesus as God in human form is very important part of that relationship as well and i think the second part of why christianity has so much leeway is the manuscripts a lot of the manuscripts had all these prophecies that dated back thousands of years that predicted a messiah and i think jesus definitely answers like like a there's proof that the historical jesus existed um unrelated to the bible and I think all the transcripts and manuscripts for the Bible uh for the New Testament definitely support all the prophecies and what the prophets were saying that a Messiah would do when they when they returned and I think there's just so much there's so much paper and stories that support that that I think it's a very plausible part of history.
1: Can you answer the question from more of what you know about God, like your personal experience.
0: Oh, I see. I just have to fall back on everything I said before, because even though, because just like uh, having God there for when work is, when work is not going so well, or when I have relationships that is nothing short of a God-given thing, those are all like very personal revelations to me. Because I find relationships very interesting how they occur because you have to be at a specific place at a specific time in order to meet that person, make those relationships. And just seeing like all the people God has brought into my life, and like with all the international students at UIB or all the motorcycles that I coincidentally met one day, I think I think it's nothing short of like a God-given thing. 'Cause it's I could have missed them completely, but I am who I am today because of all the relationships that God has put into my life.